Hello, everyone, and welcome to the 2019 edition of Talking Nog. An annual tradition honoring an annual tradition. I am your host and holiday Nog Master, as always, Jeff Stormer. Thank you all for joining me on this cold December night. I'm so happy. I'm honored that you could all be here for what is easily my favorite holiday tradition. Talking Nog is a yearly tradition honoring a yearly tradition. It is a look at the past, present, and future of everyone's favorite eggy, creamy, boozy, spicy, meaty Yuletide treat. We're going to look at the past, present, and future of eggnog. We're going to look at where it's come. We're going to look at where it's going. We're going to look at how it's made. We're going to look at how it's drank. We're going to learn a couple things. We're going to answer some questions. We're going to look at some listener photos. We're going to share some listener stories. We're going to learn a couple things. And maybe, just maybe, we're going to have some fun along the way. So why don't you crack yourself a glass of that good, good nog and settle then bound by the fire. And we'll dive right in. It's been a good year. It's been a long year. And it's been an important year. Really, Nog has... I mean... What is there to say? You know, it's another year in the books. It is a, another long, long journey through the world of Eggnog. And I am happy to be here with you to guide you through the world. And I can't wait. Let's... No more dilly-dallying. Let's dive in. Because if there's one thing that is this year's theme. Last year's theme was innovation. This year's theme is the year Talking Nog goes legit. You can see I've got my boxes behind me. I've got my Christmas tree. I've got my sweater. We are, but also, I've got my necktie. We are legitimate this year. We have reached a level of professionalism. The word about Nog and the word about Talking Nog has reached the world in a way that has never even before been considered. So, really, this is a moment when we need to step up and take not just Talking Nog to the next level, but Eggnog to the next level. That's where we are. That's where we're at right now. Which is why I have here some documentation. I've gathered some thoughts from the people. I figured what better way to spread the message of Talking Nog than to collect the thoughts of the people themselves. And I figured what better way to start the show than to thank some of the people that have gone out of their way to to give thanks to the world of Talking Nog. Our first review comes from Richard Kreutz Landry. Richard writes, This show is an excellent delve into all things Nog-related, whether you're a true eggnog connoisseur or a casual enjoyer of the world's best beverage. You're bound to enjoy this show. Richard, thank you so much for your kind words. You, sir, are certified Noghead. Uh, our next review comes from Magical Girl Kira, who says, Talking Nog is a delightful and comforting experience that makes the holidays complete. Unlike actual eggnog, which is gross, I'm sorry, Jeff, it just is. Now, here is, of course, our dilemma. Obviously, there's 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 valid points in there, but also I feel like that last sentence undercuts a lot of the... a lot of the, 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 the credibility of the statement. To really, like, undercut your own point feels counterintuitive. Now I don't even know if we can trust the talking nog is a good show. I mean, I know it is, because I know that it's powered by the love of Nog. <sighs> Delicious. But, I don't know. But you know what? Nonetheless, Magical Girl Kira, thank you for your kind words, even if they are paired with a misguided, misguided belief that eggnog is not the most delicious holiday beverage. You know what? Whether, whether or not you love it, you too, certified Noghead. Finally, our third and final review of the evening comes from Alex Roberts, who says, Thank you for talking, Nog. Uh, he is such an underrated character with a genuinely compelling arc of development. This is, of course, in reference to Nog, everyone's favorite Ferengi ensign, which, admittedly, a lot more questions about Deep Space Nine this year than maybe I was prepared for. This Historically, we've always welcomed a little bit of Deep Space Nine chatter. I don't know if maybe it just dropped on, on Netflix or something? I'm not really sure, but I feel like it's just part of the worldwide Nog explosion that not just has Eggnog exploded, as well as, you know, Mallow Nog, Banana Nog, all of the Nogs, but also Ensign Nog. 
from Deep Space Nine has also risen to a whole new level of cultural awareness that, frankly, I'm all about. I may not have ever seen an episode of Deep Space Nine, but listen, any nog, it's okay by me. Alex, thank you. And you too are a certified ensign, Noghead. Now, Nog Nation, like I said, it's been a long year. It's been a busy year. It's been an eventful year. And I, I too started this year. I made some bold claims at the top of the year that I'd like to go in for. I'd like to go over some of the claims that I, the predictions that I made. You see, I started this year, January 4th, I started this year with a bold activity where I made a series of incredible, incredible predictions. Side note, we are streaming live on twitch.tv slash gmjeffstormer. We've got some people in the chat that I want to briefly shout out. Before we go over the year that was and the year in review, I want to shout out Chet Gray. I'm very sorry that you're not enjoying a fresh glass of nog. That breaks my heart, and I feel like, really, you've got about an hour to an hour and a half. you got to get out there and get some nog and come back. We'll, the podcast will be here when you get back. Uh, Dr. Captain Cobalt Brandon Leon Gambetta is carrying his baby around, getting her ready for bed. Still took the time to pour himself some nog. Brandon, much love, my friend. You, too, are a certified nog head. Uh, Red, Reddick8 asks if this is sponsored by Pennsylvania Dutch. I tried. I tried very hard to get sponsored by Pennsylvania Dutch. But what I've learned is that they don't have a website. I can't find a phone number. I have no way, if you have people at Pennsylvania Dutch old-fashioned eggnog and would like to get them to sponsor what I believe is the world's most prominent, if not only, eggnog enthusiast podcast, I would like, uh, get me in touch with them. I would like that. Uh, we've got some, we've got, I'm going to give a shout out to Tabitha. Shout out to Tabitha from the chat. Flat firm, Rob Abrazada is asking for it. You got it. Tabitha, you too are a certified noghead. We're Nogheads. Everyone's here. If you're here, if you're spending time with me, Doily Spider Jack, you too. Sarah the Beef, Sarah, Nogheads. Blake Ryan, Nogheads. Nogheads all around. The love, the love and the joy and the passion for eggnog is here and I feel it. And I want you all to know, everyone, everyone here, I feel it. I feel your love of the nog and I want you to know it's what's powering me through right now. So let's go ahead and get into it. Let's get into the year that was. Let's get into some of the predictions that were made in the last year of Talking Nog. As I do that, I do want to note that I did not boot up Audacity, so this video file will be the only way that I get the audio for the actual podcast version of this. That's on me! That's a goof when I'm on my part! You'd think after years of doing this, that's something that I would have remembered. And yet, here we are. It's alright, it's all good. I've got I've got video. This will be on YouTube. I can pull that. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Here we go, everyone. The year in review. Now, I made a lot of predictions because I asked for every like that this tweet got. I made a Nog prediction, and we got 28 likes. That's a lot, and I thank you for that. Thank you, Nog Nation. Prediction one, it will be delicious. I think we'll let the word, I think we'll let this speak for itself. 2019, delicious year for Nog. Big shakeups on the macro nog scene. Home nogging is on the rise. The major players are going to have to take note. Now for this, we're going to throw it over to our first listener question because uh, I, think the, I, think the, I think the nog nation has spoken on this. We got a question here from Dan Mayo. Dan asks, longtime caller, first time listener here. I want to get your thoughts on the economic repercussions of big eggnog's recent price surge. How much of a threat do you believe this will be to the modern consumer's financial stability? Look, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. When, when Big Nog price surged, I was as caught off guard as anyone. I, I had, I had made a lot of claims about the financial stability of Nog. In fact, further down this list, I predicted that prices would be steady. And you know what? If you went out there and you, you, you believed that, that's on me. I own that. I own that. That was a, that was a mistake on my part. I should not have made that prediction. And I'm, I'm genuinely sorry to the Nog Nation. But the truth is, I mean, really, like, that's to be expected because you're watching macro noggings consumer base shrink, which means they're just going to try and react to m milking that money out however possible, nogging that money out however possible. So really, I mean, this is proof that the home nogging scene, the craft nogging scene is working. This is proof that 
on the individual level. We're seeing Artisan Nog become more and more prominent, and I really think, I mean, honestly, I'm gonna say it. If, if Macro Nog can't keep up, if Big Nog can't keep up, that's, that's their problem. They can innovate, or they can be left in the dust, because the craft scene is here and it is vibrant. And honestly, I'm all about it. I'm here, I'm here for it. So there's our prediction about the, uh, the Macro Nogging scene. Uh, we've got a prediction here about Cinnamon Sugar will try to take on the Nog Spice game and replace Pure Cinnamon. This brings us to our second question, as my cat makes an enormous amount of noise outside. Uh, or outside, off camera. You know what I mean. I'm a professional. Uh, our next question comes from Silent Ferrets, which is, what are the most important Nog Spices? I'm gonna say it. Big year for Cinnamon. Really big ups to, big ups to Cinnamon. Big ups. Really out here, Cinnamon's out here doing the work. You can talk about your clove, you can talk about, you can talk about all, you can talk about your clove, you can talk about your nutmeg, you can talk about all the spices you want. Cinnamon is out here every single day. No one, no one, I, I, I dare you, Nog Nation, to find someone doing the work that Cinnamon is doing at this moment, on this day, at any day. Cinnamon, Cinnamon is making it happen, and I want that noted on the record. Also, Nutmeg is also pretty good. Uh, Tabitha, there is not a logo for Nog Nation, but there should be. I wish there was, but it would go against my firm-held belief that uh, I will not pay money for this at any point. Um, yeah, so Sarah the Beef asks about a non-alcoholic Nog. She'd like to get boozy. She doesn't like spiced rum. Bacardi and cinnamon will work. I mean, again, cinnamon's out here doing the work. Bacardi rum, I've had it in the past, big fan. Feel like it adds a nice, clean, alcoholic burn to your eggnog that honestly I think is fantastic. I mean, this 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 is some delicious homemade eggnog. I didn't even call this out. This is from my uh, producer and actual real life wife, Jen Frank. This is a delicious homemade eggnog made with bourbon. Fantastic. Adds a nice bitterness. It really kind of cuts the sweetness of the cream and sugar. Outstanding. Really cannot be beat. Jen, you're watching this. I love you. Have a great day at your happy at your happy hour. That's oh, fantastic. Let's get into let's get into let's get into some new uh, some new predictions, shall we? I did I did predict at least one big celebrity endorsement. I have not seen it yet. The year is not over though. Celebrities, I know you're watching this. I know you're paying attention to talking nog. Get out there. Voice your love of nog to the world. My cat's doing it. She's knocking things over left and right. It's gonna be great. Doily Spider, we're gonna get into the pumpkin spice latte nog debate. We're gonna get into the pumpkin spice. We're, we're getting there. I promise you we're getting there. I didn't gloss over that. No, I did not. We're getting into it. We're getting into the, we're getting into the pumpkin spice. I promise you. We'll get there. Uh, I also made a promise that uh, I don't know if he, he might not, I don't believe he's in the chat at this moment, but uh, I did make a promise that uh, Twitter user TV's Noah, TV's Noah Hulahan from Plus Two Comedy would drink eggnog this year. Also, not 100% sure that happened. Year is not over, and I pledge you, in the next 11 days, I will make him drink eggnog. Noah? Noah Houlihan, you look, you look in the camera at this moment and you hear me. I will make you drink eggnog. You will drink eggnog. <sighs> anyway, let's get, let's, we got a little off topic. I predicted that uh, at least one mid-level chain Italian restaurant would debut an eggnog-themed cocktail. Have not found one. That's on me. That's a miss. <sighs> Likewise, you know what? I did predict a new Nog flavor on the horizon, which brings me to our next two questions. Doily Spider, told you we were going to get into this. I don't know why I'm pointing over here. I always get mixed up. Doily Spider, told you we were going to get into it. No, that's still not right. Needs to be, needs to be that one. Okay, we got there. We got there, everybody. <sighs> Magic Girl Kira asks, uh... Does chocolate eggnog exist? And boy, does it. I'll tell you that. Chocolate eggnog? Fantastic. Had it had it over the year? Wonderful. Delicious. Cannot recommend it enough. It adds a, a cocoa-y sweetness to the, the eggnog that I think just cannot be beat. Honestly, I am delightful. Delighted by the existence of chocolate nog. We also have a question from Doily Spider. Jack asks, hey, will there ever be peace between the pumpkin spice people and the eggnog people? I propose yes, because you know what I've had? 
I've had pumpkin spice nog. Delight. Wonderful. Because here's the secret about pumpkin spice. A lot of cinnamon. A lot of nutmeg. A lot of clove. A lot of, a lot of allspice. That's nog seasoning, baby. That's, that's what's going in a nog. These are not... The, the illusion that there is this divide between pumpkin spice and eggnog is frankly a myth. There are, they have more in common than they have different. Because what is a pumpkin if not an egg for pumpkin seeds? Wonderful. They, it, I mean, really, we're, we're getting into this here. I, I have always said, Talking Nog is not afraid to speak truth to power. And here we are. I am speaking truth to power. Pumpkin spice? Eggnog? These things can come together. And they have. And I have had them. And I pledge to you. I pledge to you. If you see Pumpkin Spice Nog in the wild, do not turn away. Do not, do not bat against it, because it is a lovely drink, and I promise you that. <sighs> Let's get back into some questions. We've got some predictions about, uh, I predicted this would be very overambitious, and honestly, we've, we are, we're already there. Um, I predicted eggnog candy. Haven't seen it yet. A lot of possibilities, though. Um, okay, so I did predict that I would drink eggnog on at least four of the 12 calendar months uh, in 2019. And uh, let's see, I drank one in July, September, November, December. Boom! Four months! Four months, baby! Uh, I did predict that I did predict how eggnog prices would remain steady. That was that was a miss. And you know what? If, if that hurt your trust of me, I understand that. I understand that. We've got some. We've got some love in the comments. Check Gray is realizing that uh, eggnog is a drinkable custard, and scrambled eggs are just custard you eat with a fork. I have long held the belief that eggnog is, at its core, French toast batter. They're fundamentally the same thing, and honestly, it's great. Who doesn't? Who hasn't looked at French toast batter and said, "I could drink that. I could drink. I. I could drink a whole bowl of that. Leave that in my fridge for a year. Delicious. This guy has. Tell you that." This guy right here. <sighs> CJ Lamb, I'm happy to hear that you're hanging out with my wife. That's great. Tell her I said hi. Tell her I said hey. So we did say that Talking Nog would receive at least one official sponsorship. Has not happened. I'll own that. But the next prediction is we did say we would provide an official sponsorship. And here we go. Everybody get ready. I would like to formally endorse... AEW referee Bryce Remsburg as the official professional wrestling referee of Talking Nog and the Talking Nog podcast. I don't have any any way of like putting that on paper, but I would like to issue that official endorsement on camera and on mic that we are we are willing to make that happen. It's out there now, Bryce. You put in the work, and I'm proud of you. Talking Nog thanks you for everything you've done. All right, what do we got next? Uh, I, I, I predicted predicted a big year for Clove. Gotta say, Clove stepped it up this year. I went into this year skeptical of Clove. I'm here now. It's the end of the year. I feel like I gained a lot of respect for it. I feel like I really grew a lot. Now, the last one that I predicted, there's a few more. I really, not really feeling, not really feeling like getting into a lot of these. We'll get into these as we answer some questions, but the last one is one that I do need to address. And that is that I made a prediction about the Talking Nog Christmas in July Summer Spectacular. Which brings us to our next listener question. Uh, the next listener question was from Mike Pridgen, who said he's very excited for this year's episode. question is, it's always delicious. Do you think it would be as special as if it was available all year? I think so. I mean, I, th I think it's a year-round treat. And honestly, I had, a, I had pretty big plans to you know, showcase the love of Nog in the summer with the Talking Nog Christmas in July Summer Spectacular. Didn't happen, unfortunately. Schedules got, got iffy. But, um, I guess what I'd say is this. It's never too early for Christmas in July. I apologize for the loud music. Come on now, stop that. See that? I'm trying. 
All right. Is it better? Real, real talk though, is it better? All right, we're gonna get. We're we're just gonna we're just gonna pretend that part didn't happen, and we'll go back to the start of the question. Our first question comes to us from Brandon Leon Gambetta, who's thrilled about the talking in July, talking now Christmas and July summer spectacular. Uh, his question is, do we have a form letter they can send to our local grocery establishment to request they carry Nog during the summer? You know I will. You know I'm going to work on that. You know that's going to be my weekend. By Monday? By Christmas? By the time this episode drops? Check the show notes. That's all I'm going to say about that. Initially, favorite summer Nog Tales? You gotta, you know I'm a crew. You know I'm a milkshake guy. You know nothing says Christmas quite like a milkshake. You know nothing says summer. Like walking the boardwalk with a milkshake. Gotta say that. Gotta say, you 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 replace that cream with an eggnog? Ah, that can't be beat. You got you get maybe a butter pecan or a cinnamon ice cream, a dulce de leche ice cream. <sighs> That's gonna be magic. That's gonna be a magic summer nog tail. The next question comes to us from the Moon Rules. I have fond memories of drinking nog around the campfire that I can't recreate in the winter. If I wanted to infuse my nog with a wood smoke flavor, which wood smoke should I use? We talked about this last year, and I do want to add the. Uh, disclaimer, I am not a lumberjack, and you're probably best off going to your local lumberjack, your your, neighbor, your neighborhood lumberjack, and asking them, the, really, to get into the, the wood-themed issues, to get into the specifics of wood. But uh, the thing is, honestly, I think, like, a nice, a hearty, uh, you, want, you want something that's gonna, like, add a, an underscore of savory to the nog, right? If you're going for smoked nog, you really want to complement the sweetness with a nice savory edge. That's the trick. That's the magic. That's the magic of a good smoked nog. Our next question... Our next question is, uh... Nick Robertson, how do you make your nog supply last in the summer? You make more nog, dummy! That's all that matters. That's what you're doing. That's what you're out here. Magic over here is floating the idea of a nog ice cream float. That sounds lovely. I mean, now here's where, here's where I'm gonna throw out a really big idea. Nog ice cream in a float. Like, uh, well, I guess, I guess for some reason in my head, I pictured it as an ice cream float into eggnog, which felt excessive. But if you take eggnog ice cream and you put that in maybe like a, like a sharp root beer, that's going to be wonderful. See, and now here's, here, here, now we're getting into the real innovation because Magical Girl here is out here talking about nog vape. I, I'm just saying, I would vape nog. If you gave me a, a vape that was nog flavored, I'd be a big time vapor. I'd get into that. If that exists, somebody send it to me so that I can get really into vaping. I think that's my 2020, is to become a guy that vapes a lot. What is a Nog Margar- Dr. Captain Cobalt out here throwing out a Nog Margarita? That sounds wonderful. That sounds wonderful. Let's get into some questions. The Moon Rules has always been more jealous of traditional beach cocktails served out of fruit like a pineapple or perhaps a coconut. What would be the best fruit to compliment- the best complimentary fruit to drink Nog out of? Well... I'm gonna say, it's a tough question. It's a good question, it's a great question. These have all been great questions so far. I'm gonna throw out, I don't see why you couldn't drink it out of a coconut. Turn it into a little bit of a coquito, which who doesn't love a good coquito? It's got that tropical coconut flavor, that sweetness of, that sweetness and spiciness of an eggnog. I'm gonna say it, if you're not drinking, if you're not drinking your summer nogs out of a coconut, you are missing out. That's my, that's my fruit. You, you're, you're, you gotta get into that coconut. You gotta crack that coconut and you gotta make yourself a delicious summer coquito. The <sighs> Moon Rose also asks, if you wanted to make an eggnog ice cream sundae, what toppings should I put on it and what toppings should I avoid? I would avoid any, I would avoid anything too citrusy. I would avoid anything too... Uh, you, you don't want anything sharp or citrus, right? You don't want anything, uh, uh, unple- Like, you know, like, uh, chocolate would be great. I think strawberry would be really good. Something sweet, something delicious. Um, I think you would want something like that. Something, you know, ice cream toppings, right? Whipped cream, cherries. Nick Robertson asked a question about sprinkles earlier. I, I'm a sprinkle guy. Uh, you definitely want any of those things, but, um, I wouldn't go with anything too citrusy, because the idea of, like, a citrus and, like, super citrusy and cream, that feels like a problem. I see plus two comedies in the chat. I'm gonna reiterate my, my pledge. I got 11 days. 
you will drink Nog by the end of this year, Noah Houlihan. I pledge you this. I pledge you. I promise you this. That is not a threat. That is a guarantee. Now, speaking of citrus, speaking of sharp flavors, it is now that I come face to face with something that is perhaps the most challenging thing that I've ever come across as a journalist. You see, Nick Robertson has asked us a question over the summer that I just now got an answer to yesterday. Nick Robertson asked about lemonade-flavored eggnog, which, when I read over the summer, I gagged immediately and viscerally. However, Tyler Robertson, no relation, sent us greetings from the UK. Dolly Spider, enjoy food. Tyler Robertson sent us a message from the UK about an English tradition that he's recently discovered entitled the Snowball, which is a cocktail that seems to be equal parts eggnog and lemonade. Haven't had the guts to try it, but I'm curious if I have. Is it good? And if so, how is that even remotely possible? Now, I am a journalist. I am committed to the dream of eggnog. But I am also a human being, and I also have limits. And I am afraid that the, that the snowball might be past my limits. Now, the version that includes champagne, sparkling wine, well, give me two seconds. Let no one say, let no one say I am not committed to journalism. <sighs> it's not terrible. It's not good. By no means is it good. I'm not gonna finish it. It's actually very bad. <laughs> That answers your question. I'm pour myself some new nog out of a new glass because I don't ever want to taste that again. Let's get back into this. I do want to hear more about this nog margarita. Definitely want to hear more about this. Get my sunglasses back on. Everybody, I put my sunglasses back on. And I think that's about a wrap on Talking Nog Christmas in July. Summer Spectacular. So let's get back by the fire. Let's settle in. And let's answer some more listener questions, shall we? Taylor Labresh asks, What is my favorite Nog-themed episode of Deep Space Nine? Aaron Olsen asks, Is Nog the best character on Deep Space Nine? Alpha 39 specifies that Nog is the sleeper hit of Deep Space Nine, as really of all of seasons of Deep Space Nine. Now, uh, I've admitted that I've never seen an episode of Deep Space Nine, so thank you to friend of the show Taylor Labresh for sharing a list of the ten best uh, Nog-themed episodes 
Because I'm just going to read it. Nah, I'm good. You know what? My answer to that question, whatever one you love, whatever your favorite episode is, that's mine too. Sound off in the chat with your favorite Nog-themed episode, your favorite Nog-centric Deep Space Nine episodes, and who knows? Maybe I'll watch some of them. Probably won't, but it'll be interesting to see. All right, gang. It's time that we get into what is one of my favorite holiday traditions. It is one of time for us to look at listener photo. Photo. I didn't print out the listener photos. I, uh... As some of you know, from last year when we transferred to Twitch, I made it a tradition to uh, print out the listener photos so that I could show them to you on the stream. Previously, I had described them to listeners, but uh, I don't have them on me this year, which is a little embarrassing, but, um... Wait a second. Why? What? I was overthinking it. I don't know why I would ever consider printing out a photo and showing it to a Twitch stream. That seems like such a weight. That seems that seems like the worst possible way to show you a photo. When I could just show you on my phone. Give me a second to pull up some listener photos so I can show you. Need that. All right, everybody. It's time for the treasure tradition. It's time to look at some listener photos. Let's start with a photo from friend of the show, Observer138, who sends us a beautiful picture right at the start of the season. Uh, here you go. You can sort of see that there. Uh, you can see this is a Kroger brand eggnog with a Sailor Jerry rum. Looks delicious. Looks like a lot of that rum's been used. Looks like somebody's been having a great night. Very excited about that. Very excited. See, that's going to be a good mixture. Sailor Jerry, nice spiced rum. That's going to be lovely. That's going to be a lovely, 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 lovely treat. Really is what that, that's going to be. Speaking of uh, Observer, we have an email from Observer. Uh, Observer writes, Agency Priority Resort, or Alert. Observer writes, Agency Priority Alert. This is an emergency agency broadcast transmitting all channels. The following message will be repeated and distributed via all means available to the agency. Crack. Stay clear of headquarters. Command! Put fallen! Impositors! Production facilities tainted! Nog! Containment breached! Meltdown! They're everywhere! Gunfire! Static! Scream! Mercy on us all! And transmission! Well, Observer, I hope you're having a lovely holiday season and thank you for writing in. Hope you enjoy that Sailor Jerry rum. Hope everything's okay. Have a great rest of your holiday. Great question. Let's get into our next listener photo. Let's get into our next listener photo. Uh, next photo comes from Kevin Gallagher, friend of the show Kevin Gallagher. Sends us a photo, uh, as you can see, of some, some Wawa brand eggnog. There you go. There's a photo for you. Uh, is it time of year? Thank you, Kevin Gallagher. A lovely Wawa brand eggnog. You know, you recognize that signature, uh, that signature red carton. I personally prefer the carton to the container. I think I've talked about that before. I feel like when you're getting like a gallon jug, that just feels like too much. And I know that there's no such thing as too much nog, but I feel like part of the joy of the nog experience is that it should be small. It should be a small amount, right? Like it's it's a small batch of drink to be shared among friends. It's not something that I want to see mass produced. It's why I'm so critical of the Big Nog movement. Let's get into a photo from Demoon Rules. Demoon Rules. Uh, Demoon Rules sends us a video. I can't show. I could probably show you. Probably see a little bit of this video. Uh, it is of Demoon Rules' child drinking some Nog out of a, a Jurassic Park cup. It's lovely. Oh, oh! Looks like they like it. Looks like we got ourselves a little junior nog head in the making. <sighs> Chikara Pro commentator Scott Holiday says December twenty fourth is eggnog day. Sounds about right. Sounds like a great. Personally, big fan. Look for when. Guess guess when this episode's gonna drop on the podcast feed. Give you a little bit of hint. It'll be on eggnog day. 
Let's get into a picture from friend of the show, Blake Ryan. Blake Ryan says, NOG! Here's a photo of Blake enjoying some eggnog. You can see that there. Uh, yeah, he's smiling. Got a, got a great, got giant glass. That's a lot of eggnog. That's a big boy is what that is. Wearing a nice, nice cozy looking flannel. <sighs> Looks like a lovely, just a lovely, lovely morning, just a lovely day. Lovely morning. Lovely energy. Oh, <laughs> here's a photo from Richard Kreutz Landry. See if you can see that. That's a little, that's a cute little puppy. Oh, he's looking at the nog. He's a cute puppy. Very cute. Breaking news, everyone. Breaking news. We got a photo from chat member Dr. Captain Cobalt Brandon Leon Gambetta coming in under the wire with a live, in-action nog photo. I'm going to send them one back. Everybody, stay on the line. We're taking a nog selfie together. There we go. Let me get you on screen. Wait, that ain't right. Here we go, everybody. Smile. Say nod. Thank you all for participating in the nog selfie. We'll send that off to Brandon. We'll see what he says. I'll keep you posted. Brandon, you got a selfie coming your way, my friend. Anyway, back to... Oh, this is a boy! This is a boy! Oh, cutie. Oh, cutie. Richard Kreutz Landry, thank you. You've brightened my entire day. We've got Taylor. We got a photo from Taylor LaBresh. Taylor, controversially, has... Uh, here you can see Taylor has laid out, uh, mapped out a, a, a ranking of nogs. Uh, Taylor would say that Autumn Wood Farms Tasty Nog, well, I mean, that's it says it on the bottle, outweighs the uh, Market Fresh. Is that what that says? Market Pantry Eggnog, which then outweighs the old-fashioned eggnog. Brandon says he'll treasure it forever, by the way. Thank you, everyone, for participating in the Nog Selfie. Powerful rankings. Powerful rankings from the cast of the RSS Defiant. Very pleased. Thank you all. Thank you all for doing the work, going out there, getting samples. See, as Talking Nog grows, as we become more legit, this is the type of on-the-field reporting that we're really relying on. We got a couple more photos from... Uh, here we have Quality Dairy's Old Fashioned Eggnog from our friend Demoon Rules. Look, I'm, I'm a big fan of the tiny bottle. I feel like the tiny bottle of Nog does not get enough love. Here we have a plastic bottle. Now see this? This I love to see. You can see here, uh, here's a whole bunch of eggnog. That's just a whole assortment of eggnog right there. Gotta love that. We got a photo from Taylor LaBresh. More you know, now, this actually brings up a very interesting topic. I'm going to show you the picture. You can see that right there. Uh, picture there. Uh, Taylor LaBresh is rocking a... Looking at a lactate, lactose-free eggnog. Now, listeners, long-time Nog, long Nog Nation members will know. I've been on the hunt for a vegan, non-dairy Nog alternative for some time now. Really, the entire run of the show. And honestly, the ones that I've had have left a lot to the imagination. And I'm proud to announce this is the year that that's changed. You see, my friends, friend of the show, family member of the, of the show, Brandon Leon Gambetta, and I also both tried the same thing. And frankly, we both walked away very pleased. I'm here to give a formal endorsement, the Talking Nog seal of approval to Aldi's Almond Nog. I know, I know, I know. I was as caught off guard as anyone. I saw it, and I said, store brand. I said, imitation nog. I said, it's just not going to work. How is it going to be thick enough? How is it going to be creamy enough? I got to say, I was really pleased with the almond nog. I, I walked to it. It could have been a little thicker, but like the texture was there. The flavors were there. You could probably artificially thicken it with some pulverized liquefied dates, but like, I think like, it was very power, like it was a good knock. And I didn't expect that. I was so thoroughly expecting to be underwhelmed like I was with soy nog, like I was with rice nog. I was expecting to just write it off. And yet, this is a lesson to all of us. Don't just write off the nog in your life. Because all these, all these brand almond nog, it's this Jeff Stormer talking nog seal of approval. 
Now with uh, we got one last listener photo. Friend of the show, Dave. Dave sends us a. Uh, everybody. I forgot. When I mentioned all, my friend mentioned eggnog candy in my year predictions. We got an eggnog jelly bean. Thank you, thank you, Jelly Belly. Thank you for proving me again to be the most accurate eggnog forecaster on the market today. Do I get some wrong? Absolutely. Am I missing the mark? Every, am I hitting the mark every single time? Of course not. That would be ridiculous. But the thing is, no one is. Magical Girl Kira says, uh, try to coconut nog, tasted just like you remember it to be. I'd buy that. Probably like a coquito at that point. I mean, honestly, I don't know why I didn't consider coconut milk sooner. That feels like, that feels like, that feels like a real contender for the answer. I'll say it. Now, now it's time to get into things, everybody. We got some listener questions. It's time to get going. Alpha39 says, nog question one. Help me find it in Taiwan. I am exhausted every time I try to do foreigner shopping, and the eggnog liqueur from Costco is fine, but it's no substitute. First off, love for nogs traveling all around the world. That's 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 the nog craze going worldwide, is what that is. Every corner of this world, you're going to find people that just love, love that good, creamy, Christmassy eggnog. Outstanding. Honestly, here's my answer, Alpha39. I, I hate to say this, but I don't think you're gonna find it in a store. I think you're gonna I think I think you're gonna have to homemade this. And you know, there are there are good recipes online, but like I think finding a pre-made dog is gonna be a hassle, but finding some eggs, some bourbon, some sugar, some cream, I think you can I think you can make that happen. A little bit of cinnamon, a little bit of nutmeg. You can find the ingredients and at that point, you just throw them in a jug, you let that sit for six months, for nine months, for a year. You got some delicious nog. That's a holiday season secret. But the truth is, you're never, you're never gonna top homemade. You're never gonna top the homemade. Our next question comes to us from Noella. Noella asks, "Is eggnog always alcoholic, or is there a non-alcoholic version?" Frankly, this is this is a topic that I want to get into because I worry that like people, I worry that you can walk away from nog thinking that uh thinking that it is only an alcoholic beverage. And I think that's cutting a lot of people off, unfairly so, from loving and enjoying nog. There are a whole variety of non-alcoholic nogs. You can go to the store, you can make one yourself. You shouldn't age it, theoretically, because I know the alcohol plays a part in the aging process, but like, if you just want a non-alcoholic nog, you make yourself a non-alcoholic nog and you can enjoy that sweet, sweet flavor just the same as everybody else. Do not let alcohol stop you from loving nog. Nog is for everyone. Nog is love. Nog is life. Eggnog is for everyone. Hashtag everyone eggnog. Everybody, I want you to go on Twitter right now. If you're watching this, I want you to tweet the hashtag eggnog is for everyone. Hashtag eggnog is for everyone. Tweet it. Make it happen. Let's get this trending worldwide. Last year was I believe in nog. This year it's eggnog is for everyone. Let's get into our next question. Silent Ferris asks, if Nog was a mech, how would you describe it? Sort of like Robot Santa from Futurama. Just a big, giant robot Santa Claus. Kind of flying around, maybe sort of twirling a little bit. That, that's exactly what I want you to tweet. That, that phrase with all the stumbling of the words. That's, that's, that's where we're at in the podcast at this point, folks. You just gotta roll with it. Uh, it's sort of a big... I kind of picture it flying around like Gamera. You know Gamera? Powered by the love of children, giant turtle swirls around as it flies. That's kind of what I picture. That, but Santa Claus. If you picture Gamera, but Santa Claus, you pretty much get a nog mech. Nick Robertson asks, My favorite avant-garde imagining of eggnog, like from a fancy cooking contest show. Oh, I've had some lovely, lovely reimaginings of eggnog. You know, eggnog French toast, eggnog cake eggnog drizzle like you like really the possibilities are endless if i'm gonna reimagine nog though i'm probably gonna like push it see how thick you can make it and see if you can't make like a here i'm gonna throw something out here i want everybody everybody be here for this i'm throwing it out eggnog fudge eggnog fudge great question great question 
Nick Robertson also asks, how much nog can an eggnog egg if an eggnog could eggnog? Whole lot. Nick Robertson asks, who's the patron saint of nog and what is their history? Patron saint of nog. Say, I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna get a little cocky. It's this guy right here. Nobody, nobody is out here repping eggnog like I rep eggnog every single day. You know, I take it back. I take it back. I'm gonna step back. Oh, Tabitha recommends creme brulee with eggnog. Damn. Damn, I'm, sh I'm, I'm shaking. It sounds delicious. I'm gonna throw out an idea. I'm gonna take back what I said. You know who the patron saint of eggnog is? We're bringing it back around. It is cinnamon. Cinnamon is out here every single day. You're not, you're not doing what Cinnamon's doing. I'm not doing what Cinnamon's doing. Cinnamon is out here filling out, like, you, you can, everything. Think about everything, Cinnamon. Think about the role Cinnamon has played in your life. Think about it right now. We're all gonna be silent for a second while we think about what Cinnamon has done for us. Yeah. Yeah. All right, we got some. We got some more questions. We got questions about nog cakes, pancakes, French toast, sprinkles on eggnog. A lot of, like I said, a lot of good variations. And the meltdown is pointing out eggnog is just liquidy creme brulee. Check Grace talking about it's custard. The possibilities when you're thinking about it in like a cooking show context, limitless. I want to see eggnog really become the staple that I think it can be in a culinary setting. That's the future of eggnog. Def Presto asks, what are the superpowers uh, one would discover from a freak accident with a vat of radioactive eggnog? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lay down a few uh, few features. I'm going to lay down a few key features. You're going to develop a love of the holidays. You're going to develop the ability to make people happy all over the world. You're going to develop just a, just a real warmth and, dare I say, jolliness. I tell you. I'll tell you what's gonna happen if you get hit with some radioactive nog. We're gonna we're gonna see you at the North Pole come Christmas Eve. We're gonna see you hopping in a sleigh. I feel like this is gonna answer a lot of questions about one Saint Nicholas alias Santa Claus. Alright, we have a controversial question from Magic Girl here here. Before we get into that, I do want to address the fact that and the meltdowns. James has been quoted on every single episode of Talking Nog and has still never drank eggnog. And personally, as your friend and sometimes collaborator, this is the biggest knife in my back that has ever been dealt. This is the most hurtful thing that you have ever said to me, James. We have been friends for five years now. You have watched me start this podcast, carry it through to Twitch, and do it twice on Twitch now, and you have still not tasted eggnog. Like, this, wh what is our friendship meant to you? What is our friendship meant to you, James? <sighs> also, let me play a space between, James. Let me play your game. Brandon asks if I want to play a masks game about Santa Claus getting his powers next Christmas. You know I do. You know I very much do. I'm sorry, I'm a little distracted by the fact that I thought we were French, James. And now I don't know what to think. It's time for a controversial question. I'm done dancing around the issue. It's time we get into what is perhaps the most divisive issue in eggnog today. Magic Girl Kira lays it out on the line. I'm taking a moment to build up the drama. Which do I think would be a better Star Wars eggnog, blue milk, or green milk? We're getting into this. Let's get into it. Let's do it. Let's do it right now. It's time. It's time to go. It's green. It's green milk. Green milk, we know for certain, comes from an animal and is real milk. We don't know where blue milk comes from. We might, but it is never shown on screen. It is never displayed on screen what blue milk actually is. It is milky and it is blue. But is it actual milk? No. Green milk actually comes from a mammal's mammaries. That is milk. That is cream. That is what belongs in an eggnog. The blue milk truthers, I, 
I disagree. I'm, 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 I'm sorry. I'm upset. I'm very upset at the people suggesting that that could be fruit juice. That could be a smoothie. And you're going to put that. You're going to make me drink another one of those miserable snowballs made with blue milk just because what? Because brew told you to? It's green milk. It's green milk every single day. I, it will be green milk until the day I. If you want to, if you want to make me drink a blue milk eggnog, you drag me. You 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 put it into my cold dead veins. I don't care, Sarah the Beep. I don't care that the blue milk at Galaxy's Edge is better. Well, actually, I I, I guess that's actually a very valid. Is at now I have a lot of questions because I feel like we actually have some valid you know, real-world bases needs to go on, but, like, it's not about the real world, it's about the Star Wars universe and galaxy far, far away, and I'm standing by my belief that it is green milk every day. <sighs> now you got me heated. Now I need a, I need a good question to calm down. <sighs> Brandon Leon Gambetta was an eggnog. What flavor and recipe would he be? Thank you for the question, Blake Ryan. Brandon Leon Gambetta, dear, dear friend, Dear, dear friend, be a delicious, sweet, spicy, homey, lovely kind of eggnog you could just, just sit with for a while. Kind of eggnog that just warms up a cold night. Kind of eggnog you think about and smile. Brandon, I know I selfied you earlier, but I want you to know, you're a dear friend and I love you. You're a certified nog head. see what other questions we got. We got one from Dan Mayo. Big fan of the show. Last year I made about five gallons of eggnog with the intention of selling it to my family and make a quick buck. Can't deny that. That's that craft That's that craft nog spirit. I aged the nog in a fridge in my garage, but last week when I went to bottle the nog, I realized I'd forgotten to plug the fridge in. Rookie mistake. The nog has been basking in what can only be described as an oven over the summer months. The consistency of it is now very similar to a chunky mayonnaise. Last, luckily, I used a wide mouth container to store it so I can still spoon it out. But uh, I'm wondering two things. Is it okay to eat? I mean, I can't stop you. You live your life. You do what you do, and we'll find out. I would still like to sell this to my family members. I have a lot of overhead on production costs here, and I can't afford to lose money on this. What type of discount, if at all, should I consider so I can continue to move product? Well, now here's the... Here's, now, Honestly, I mean, the harsh answer is you sell whatever you can get it for, right? Like, you know, you hustle you hustle as hard as you can. Frankly, if you can get away with not putting a discount on it, you know, that might just be a branding thing. That might just be a that might just be a re, a repositioning. You know, do some testing, do some market research, figure out your best approach, and go from there. I'm not going to I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna tell you not to sell it because, frankly, that's that's the that's the, the American dream. I'm not gonna tell you not to, you know, find a way forward. Do you know who thought that they had worthless, moldy crap? People that invented penicillin. Maybe your nog is your penicillin. Maybe your chunky mayo nog. Maybe that's your penicillin. Maybe literally penicillin, on account of all the mold that's on it. Who's to say? Tyler Robinson asks, The Game Awards being so late in the year seems to point out there are no Nog-centric video games. If money was no object, what video game studio would you have make a Nog game and what genre would it be? Obviously, it would be an MMO. It would be a Christmas-themed MMO that only played one day a year. Everybody logged on. We all gave each other virtual Nog. And then, you know, there was obviously a microtransaction system so that, like, you know, to get the best quality Nog, you have to spend real money because that's how the operation works. We instituted gotcha mechanic so that, like, you know, as you're putting in money, as you're buying upgrades, you're also buying into a loot box system. You're also buying into a way to get, you know, the limited edition, your flavored nogs, your chocolate nog, your pumpkin spice nog. Those are all hidden within the loot boxes, and really the only way to get those is to keep putting money in. See, this is what it's all about. It's all about the microtransactions. I agree with Sarah the Beef. Cinnamon, that's an in-app purchase. You're buying that. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's okay, cool. How long is it going to take the, the Nog delivery man to get here with a new thing in Nog? It's going to take three days unless you pay me $3 for that upgrade. That's what I'm saying. That's where I'm at. That's where it's at. Banana Silk. Dan and Brandon Liam Gambetta posits Banana Silk Log. 
I'm into this. I'm into this idea. That actually could be the secret to a nice, thick, and creamy vegan eggnog. And the Meltdown's asked if I put whipped cream on eggnog. Yeah, why not? It's a delight. Who doesn't love whipped cream? I, I'm a whi I mean, I'm a whipped cream mark. I'm, also, I'm a sucker for whipped cream. I'm not going to like start a podcast about it, sucker for it, but I do love a good whipped cream. I uh, got a question here from Blake Ryan. What brands eggnog mixes with Slytherin, Hufflepuff, Gryffindor, and Ravenclaw houses toast with? My answer to that is J.K. Rowling is a turf and can fuck off forever. Here's my answer to that. Uh, let's get into a question from Aaron J. Amendola. Amendola. Let's get into a question from Aaron J. Amendola. Gonfo Eckhart ev did devas gip tub drof kulai deny arb on a ekil smees. Ethel im, un only, il no. Eltsax cyclim nuke, fog nuke Olivia, som et fof rewat, selat eh nilek a nimil m. The root pack eva sudrog et tub nog et tugdon. Fo Dulro Swasild Etni Depart Me Pledin I Fish. Well, Aaron, I understand your predicament. Um, I'm I'm happy that you were able to make it into the magical world of Nog, and I'm sorry that the guards captured you. I'm sorry that you were uh, trapped by the Nog Queen. Um, Queen Milky is, you know. Uh, harsh but fair. Obviously, we've had our disagreements over the years, but uh, I do think that um, it does it does seem like it's a bad situation, and I will I will put in a good word with you with the the Nog authorities to uh, you know to, to see what's uh, what I can do. I'm gonna see if I can get you out of the prison situation that you found yourself in. Let's put it that way. Uh, we've got a question here, or we've got a message here from a. Uh, Got a message here from VJ Brown. Oh, wait, I've logged out of uh, TalkingNog at AOL.com, so I have to log back into that. Side note, if you'd like to send me questions during the year, you can send them to TalkingNog at AOL.com. It's the best place to best place for me to find them. Uh, VJ sends me some TikTok videos of making eggnog, filmed on November 2nd. Unfortunately, now I'm looking at the email and they do not uh, seem to have actually attached, which is very upsetting because I was looking forward to watching these videos. So I guess we'll just have to use the power of imagination together to uh, watch these videos and just imagine what they're like. It's <laughs> uh, a lot of ingredients. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah, that's going to make a lot of eggnog. Oh, what a, can't be cooking in a kitchen without making a mess. What a, what a great time. <sighs> definitely, definitely, this is, this is fun. This is, this is wholesome material. <laughs> Look at the bounding out, he wants a little trick. Don't give him that eggnog. You don't give him that eggnog. <laughs> that eggnog looks great. That eggnog looks so good. Wow, really beautiful stuff. Really beautiful videos. Really, thank you for, thank you for sending those. They were probably great. Though the ones I made up in my head, a lot of fun. A lot, a lot of fun. All right, we got some, we got some listener questions. We got some listener questions to get into. Uh, we got a question from Anne the Meltdowns, who has never had eggnog, so frankly, I'm not really sure. I mean, I guess your questions are more valuable than most, because despite the fact that we've been friends for five years, you just don't feel like drinking eggnog. Would you rather drink eggnog out of a tall, tall beer tower glass or a shallow but wide glass like a brownie pan? I mean, I'm going to agree with the chat. Brownie pan is ridiculous. Actually, maybe not. See, no, I'm going to go with beer. I'm going to go with tall beer glass. I'm going to go tall beer glass every single day. Tall beer glass is great. I'm going to drink it. I'm going to pour it with a little spout. You know the beer? Yeah, I'm going to pour it in a little spout into my little beer glass. It's going to be a great time. Mm. Outstanding nog. Outstanding nog. Ooh, brownie, brownie, brownie with nog. 
Now, we got into this last year about the idea of, of Nog as a dipping sauce. I still think it's a brilliant idea. Still very pro-dipping Nog. We got some questions from John McDade. Asks, in order of descending, order of importance, um, is Nog addictive? Yes, obviously, it has alcohol in it. If so, is that only true during the holidays? No. If so, should I quit? Probably. If so, why? You do what you gotta do. If so, why don't you mind your own business? I'm a grown man, drink as much Nog as I want, understand? Okay, don't, I don't want a problem. If so, you think I've, okay, I don't want a problem. If so, screw you, pal. What do you think I can sleep with that? Okay, I don't want a problem. I don't want a problem. Also, cinnamon or nutmeg? Yeah. Pro cinnamon. You know I've been putting, you know I'm pro cinnamon. You know I've been putting cinnamon. You know I've been standing cinnamon this whole episode. I'm, I'm, I'm hashtag seam cinnamon. We got a few more questions before we wrap up. We got a question here from uh, Demoon Rules. Magical Girl Kira, eggnog frosting for a cake. That does sound wonderful. That does sound wonderful. If eggnog uh, and the meltdowns, if eggnog were a wrestler, would it be a face or a heel? It would be the ultimate baby face. Every who, it would be here because it's here for everyone. Eggnog's whole mission in life is to bring joy and love and happiness. Why would you ever, for a second, think that you would want to boo that? That's just that's that's the most babyface thing in the world is wanting to put on a show and make people happy, put smiles on faces. <sighs> would spiked eggnog be the heel turn? I'll tell you what'll be the heel turn. Mold cider would be the heel turn. Mold cider. <sighs> Thankfully, we've added some extra encryption so that James Stormer is unable to get through. I also haven't heard from him. I mean, you know, this might just be the year. This might just be the year. Scott Holiday. Technically, the term is Technico. You should know that. Uh, this we may have we may have bested James Stormer once and for all. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, and I think we've got two more questions. We've got two more questions. The Moon Rules asks. The missus and I have been talking about trying for another child. I think this is a great opportunity to really let people know how much I love my custardy beverage. Can you give some Nog and Nog-adjacent name suggestions? I could run by her. Absolutely. I mean, Nog, frankly. It's a Deep Space Nine name. It's a lovely holiday name. Who doesn't love Nog? Nog's great. Uh, you, you could go Eggy. Eggy's a good name. You could go Jeff. Cinnamon? Who doesn't love Cinnamon? Who doesn't love Cinnamon? Cinnamon's a great name. Uh, you they, they could go by Cinny. Who does? That's a great... They, they've got a built-in nickname. Eggnog? Also a good nickname. Clove? That's fun. There is a lot of good names. Frankly, this... You should just be... You know, th there's a whole list of names. Allspice? That's not a good name. Don't love that? Scratch that one. The rest of them are good, though. Our next question... Our next question is, what eggnog recipe would Superman and Red Sun Superman enjoy? Thank you, Blake Ryan. I've talked before, Superman would love a good, thick, creamy, extra-rich eggnog. I, I don't think he would age it, because I think he likes it thick, and aging it really thins it out. Red Sun Superman, well, that's even just going to be extremely decadent. That's going to be the richest. That's going to be just the wealthiest nog that you can get. Now... Uh, our last question comes to us from uh, P.K. Sullivan, who asks, Nog Erotica? Well, I think that just about does it here today. Think we think there are some roads that are better left not explored. That said, I got a little bit of Nog left, just enough time to tell you all Thank you all for hanging out with me on what is my favorite holiday-themed eggnog podcast. This is my favorite podcast to record every year, followed closely behind by the Christmas Party of One with Brandon Leon Gambetta in the chat. Brandon, love you, buddy. So why do we do it? Why every single year do we scarf down custard and put on silly sweaters? I'll tell you why. It's because of every single one of you in the chat. It's because of the people. 
It's because of family. It's because of friends. It's because of tradition. It's because of joy. It's because of happiness. It's because of nog. It's just because of the delicious bear. It's because of cinnamon. It's because of cinnamon. Oh, that was too much. That was too much. <laughs> That's too much. James has asked a very good question to end on. And that is, if Nog is for everyone, would you let James Stormer drink eggnog? If James Stormer, my blood rival, my evil twin, host of mulling it over with James Stormer, the world's foremost authority on mold cider, the world's only mold cider podcaster, but if he came to me tomorrow, if he came to me today and said, I'd like a glass of eggnog. Well, just wouldn't be the holidays if I didn't say yes. Because that's what it's all about at the end of the day. It's about coming together. Well, and on that, my glass is pretty empty. Getting that good, good noggy feeling. Cat's falling asleep at last. I think it's about time we wrapped it up. Thank you all for coming to Talking Nog 2019. Look forward to answering your questions, looking at your photos, sharing in your Nog experiences in 2020. You can follow us on Twitter at Talking Nog Cast. You can email us at talkingnog at AOL.com. Talk about the show with the hashtag every Nog, ev nog, ev nog is for everyone. Thank you all for coming. Well, check out the other episodes at bit.ly slash talkingnog because I'm not paying for a website. Thank you all. Enjoy. Whatever whatever it is you celebrate, whether whether it is anything or nothing, I hope that you find some time to share it with the people that you love. And a nice, cool glass of that sweet, sweet nog. Till next year, everyone. Cheers. <laughs>